0: Oh, Mike Harper, lift off and gone. Oh, man. Hello, and welcome to Rocks and Dirts, a production of the Tuxedo Cats. I'm Mike Harper, your host, here with fellow cats Todd and Steve. Uh, afternoon, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, hey. Joining you know me, us uh, in his major debut, uh, Rocks and Dirt appearance, Tuxedo Cat keyboard extraordinary Scotty G. Hello, Scotty. I am so thrilled <laughs> tonight to be here. Thank you very much. That's Scotty with a G. Is that right? That is, yeah. All right. We want to get to know Scotty G a little bit on this podcast. We're also going to talk some sports a little later on. But uh, first of all, Scotty, you, you have been a mainstay of the Tuxedo Cats for a long time, uh, a key part uh, of the band. Tell us if you can remember how and when uh, we met and how that all got started with with the cast.
1: You know, I was actually trying to figure that out today. I, I, uh, I know that I met Todd first because I think I was recording somewhere. We were both recording somewhere. Stop me if I'm wrong, man. We were recording at somebody's recording studio and you said, hey, man, I'm doing a little Party, backyard party somewhere and we'd like for you to come and, and bring your keyboard and join the little deal
2: that is weird how people remember things differently yeah <laughs> what, what actually took place the, the first time we played together was at that party but i think right. it was darren who said that to you Darren Cable. that was darren okay okay and so i mean i i remember the first time i ever saw you play um K. I e. went to KE Sellers yeah, to get some money from Darren or something. Oh, yeah. And I went in and <laughs> you're playing uh, Riviera Paradise. And I go, that guy's playing Riviera Paradise. What the heck? So I went home immediately and learned how to play Riviera Paradise so uh-huh. that when we finally jammed, we could do that. Well, the origins
0: of the Tuxedo Cats have been shrouded in mystery for years. Nobody's really sure exactly when or where. We all have little bits and pieces of our memory. Scotty, I remember first time playing with you uh, was with the uh, keyboard guy. By, uh, George Faber. George I, Faber. Yeah, I, I believe you were too. playing guitar. Is that yes. right? Yeah. Guitar? I think that's I how I met Scotty. guitar then? That's how, you as well, Steve? He's playing with George Faber. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: At the half moon.
0: Half moon. Yeah. yeah. T- who? You know, you've been playing a long time, Scott. How, who were like your influences coming up? I could tell just by the way you played who some of them are just because I know you, but share mm-hmm. some of those folks that influenced you coming up.
1: I love Steely Dan. It uh, was probably my all time favorite. Uh, Ambrosia is another really great vocal group. Uh, but Steely Dan, I became really interested in playing drums whenever I was about 9 or 10 years old. And uh, my brother had a Steely Dan album, and I just started playing along with it, you know, Hey 19 Pretty good.
0: Yeah. That's no small stuff.
1: Well, I wasn't playing it correctly. I was just playing <laughs> along with it, you know. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's how I kind of learned how to play the drums, and then I got interested in keys and, you know.
0: Little River Band. A little River Bay,
1: yeah, a huge influence. Big, big yeah. fan.
0: Yeah, I heard uh, Lady," yeah, yesterday or the day before. And oh, I
1: haven't heard that song in I 30 years. I hadn't either. Years, we were in a man. restaurant.
0: Lois, my, my wife Lois and I were in a restaurant, and it came on, and she was actually singing along. I, it, just, it did my heart good to hear her sing that song. You, Some of the people you, you played with coming up, you, you were in the Wichita Falls area. Mm-hmm.
1: I was in the Musicians' Union in Wichita Falls. And uh, so whenever a, a large nationally known act would be coming through, they'd be coming through from Oklahoma City, they'd stop off in Wichita Falls to get some gas, and the, you know, like Hank Jr., Merle Haggard, Johnny Lee, guys like that would stop in, and play there with us, with the band, and they would, you know, inevitably call me, and I was playing keys for fifty bucks, you know, for like a three-hour show with uh, uh, Johnny. Uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Johnny Lee. Yeah. Oh. Looking okay. for love in all the wrong places. Um, played a couple of songs with Merle Haggard, uh, fronted uh, Hank Williams Jr. Uh, so yeah, I got to play with a lot of guys, but it was always just like one night here, one night there. Yeah. Well, yeah. quite a
0: resume, Scotty G, and now with the Tuxedo Cats, your resume is complete. Your, yeah. Your, your yeah. <laughs> career is, is
2: bound to skyrocket from here on out. If I had played with any of those guys, they would have said, who is that guy? I don't yeah. let him anywhere near yeah. me exactly. ever again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're such a, an asset to the band, not only a keyboard player, you're a multi-talented musician, and then you and Steve have a contest for best hair in the band, so you got that going <laughs> for you as well.
2: Scotty makes the most unbelievable charts. You might not have ever played a song, but if you know how to play the chords and you look at a Scotty chart, you know when to stop, you know when to go, and you know all that. And you learned that in Nashville, is that correct?
1: Well, I learned the numbers system in Nashville, but my charts have all these little things, these little uh, hints uh, push this here before the beat. Stop here. There's going to be a rest right here. This chord is going to hold out for a while. And the reason why I started doing that was because
2: I just have a horrible memory. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we just we just
2: get to be... Uh, Tuxedo Cats get to be a part of something exclusive. That's all. That's It's a roadmap right. through the song. Yeah, I
0: would
1: give anything if I could just go to the Internet and pull some charts off of there like everybody else does. But they just... Do, most of the time, they're just not correct. They're trying to, to f- find a good one. Yeah. Okay,
0: so yeah, they, uh, they vary from... F- Source to source, and they may or may not be congruent with other pieces. Regular folks are putting on there usually. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're... So you custom make them then?
1: Yes, I custom make my own. Mm -hmm. Even if there's one kind of close on the internet, I still custom make my own chart from the ground
0: up. And then so we're all on the same page then as a band. Now, all all I need is your head nod as long as Steve is out of the way and I can see it. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing how well we play songs we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It It has been fun. Uh, Todd, I think it is now time for a word from our sponsor. Is that right? Hi, I'm Steve Graham. You may know the Tuxedo Cats is a popular Tyler cover band, but did you know there's so much more. If you need a song, commercial, or promotional spot written, recorded, or produced, the Tuxedo Cats can deliver. Visit toddrenley.com for details and put the Tuxedo Cats to work for you. Must be 18 years of age or older. Batteries not included. Texas residents and non-residents only. Not available in Arkansas. Void where prohibited. Action figures sold separately. May cause dizziness, hallucinations, nausea, or death. Remember to floss where a hell, but call your mother. Celebrity voice impersonated.
2: Okay, Mike, it's time for sports. Okay. (laughs) Woo! It's truly an honor to be with all of you at the great American race. Gentlemen, start your engines. So I think I could speak for everybody here uh, when I say I don't know, I don't know anything about NASCAR. <laughs> well,
0: well, NASCAR is in the news now. And whether you're a new, uh, NASCAR fan or not, think of something uh, that you like that you don't necessarily like it for yourself, but you like it because somebody you know or love likes it. So for me, NASCAR is something that a good buddy of mine w- w- growing up, who was a big NASCAR fan. And, and, and this friend of mine who's since passed away, whenever I see NASCAR, I think of my buddy Frank. And so I take interest in NASCAR just on that level. But beyond that, it recently came into play, came back into the mainstream, uh, the first sport to come back publicly, publicly after all the sports have been shut down. So NASCAR has got like a renewed – uh, attention, and we have a, a NASCAR
2: friend. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Jimmy? Jimmy Simmons yeah. is, hey, is a NASCAR Jimmy. fan. Hey, Jimmy. Hey. hey.
0: Jimmy, I understand you're a NASCAR fan. Welcome to Rocks and Dirt. Oh, rock. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for having me, guys. It's Mike. I'm here with Todd and Steve and Scotty. NASCAR was the first thing back. Were you excited when they, they came back as the first sport to bring back public entertainment and competition
3: i was excited because we had something that was live no uh uh, people in the stands but it was live so it it was it it was exciting what
0: would you say to somebody who says nascar is just a bunch of cars riding around in circles what is it about nascar that kind of charges you up
3: well let's see the fact that the cars are going 200 miles an hour there's that and and they're they're driving well like this this uh one that they had in Charlotte this weekend was 600 miles. The Coca-Cola 600.
0: So there was like seven races in about 11 days recently. Is that right? Yeah,
3: and I of course I, you know, I have my favorite drivers. My favorite was Dale Earnhardt, which of course he got killed, and uh, then Junior, which I I, I I like him. Did not get killed. And uh, no, he did not get. He almost got killed twice. Oh man! But now my favorite is uh, Chase
2: Elliott. Who's that? Chase, his dad was... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, he drives the m M&M m car. No. He drives the interstate battery car. No. Once again, Todd has entered into uncharted territory. <laughs> <laughs> the blue car. He drives the blue car. That's right. Is he it bl- blue?
3: He drives the number nine the skull, car. Oh, right. The Skull Bandit. Okay, well,
2: uh, you, you just charged ahead with the... Uh, you know the sports with nobody in the seats and it's just simply going uh, from television cameras out to television viewers and there's nobody uh, in the uh, in the audience there at the race and we applaud you know uh, NASCAR for doing that but um, everybody's not doing that
3: there's nothing like being at a race Uh, there's really not and I love baseball too uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the time whenever baseball starts back
2: up. Okay, well, look here. We're replacing baseball with NASCAR as being America's sport. You know why? Because baseball players don't want to play baseball. And we just got through building them a brand new, as, as Mike and Steve were talking about the other day, we built them a brand new stadium. And they got every region in the world. And at this point in time when everybody should be giving extra to try to get things back on track, baseball yeah. players are... Wanting all their money, are they not going to play? What do you There's, think about that, Jimmy?
3: There are a few of those, but you know what? There's a few of those in every, everywhere. Not I mean true. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what sport or That's what not true, occupation. Yeah.
2: All the NASCAR. Is. All the NASCAR drivers were there. This yeah. Is, this is the uh, judgmental uh, generalizations we talked about. Yeah. Earlier. Basically, I'm mean, oh judgmental admin.
3: Oh, you're judgmental... <laughs> Uh, all the drivers were there but there's only 40 uh some odd drivers there's that many guys on a baseball team
0: okay so it's apples and oranges is what you're saying it's two separate kinds of of sports uh you got two different unions involved it's uh there's a lot more history behind baseball etc but underlying all of this is there some sort? what is this this greed that we humans have where does this come from
3: Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord.
2: Perhaps we should go to Scotty on this. Scotty? <laughs> Steve. Scotty. Could mm, it be? <laughs> Satan. Satan. All
1: right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. See? Money. Right. Yes. The I love, love, to, love of
0: money. I love to eat for it. For the love of money. All right. So money. so that's the underlying problem, this is what what we're. Are we all in agreement there? Yeah, they're covetous. Oh, yeah. Right. The baseball players. <laughs> I, I know there's no, a lot oh, of no, money. no, not
3: all baseball all players. Them. No, not all of them.
1: Scotty, what'd you say? I, the, I know that the lack of money
0: has been kind of an underlying problem. Okay, so maybe that's the problem with them. It's never enough, is it?
3: Well, you know, I got a grandson that he plays for nothing. Yeah. In fact, it costs me for him
0: to play.
2: <laughs> I guess if we want to be truly supportive, we'll, we'll all be, be out there when your grandson plays next okay. time. All
0: right, well, that's it But that. <laughs> I, I guess we can all agree that there's never enough money, there's never enough baseball, and we've got plenty of NASCAR now. So uh, congratulations on those guy, for those guys. Uh doing it right uh maybe we one day we can all go to a nascar race together and replace those empty seats hopefully one day with the with the rangers as well
3: uh todd's been with me uh whenever we've tailgated at a nascar race yeah uh and it, it's a lot of fun it is a lot it, of fun. it is
2: it's a lot of fun the tailgating is fun uh the hot dogs and cokes are fun uh Finding the crowd and getting to your seat is fun, and the takeoff is fun. Now, the end of the race is probably a lot of fun, but usually I'm about halfway back to East Texas. When <laughs> yeah, most of the fun is just planning on going. Being there, I could take or leave. Just, so well, we're
0: going it, to go. It, yeah. He it was, it was didn't even say anything about my chili. That just hurt
3: my feet. I just said the hot dogs were good. Join us next hot, time when we talk about dogs. Jimmy's
0: chili. Thanks for joining us today on Rocks and Dirt. Thank you, Jimmy, Jimmy, thanks for being a part of the show today. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me, guys. Scotty, good to have you with us tonight.
1: Oh, it's so good to be here. Thank you.
0: And Steve, as always. Oh, yeah. God bless you, brother. And uh, Todd, thanks for uh, putting all this together. Roll the credits, Bob. This has been Rocks and Duck, <laughs> My pleasure. A production of the Tuxedo Cats. You go, boys.